G'day guys, how's it going? Um, coming back at you with another episode of the 23rd Man Podcast. Liam, how you doing today? I'm good, mate. How you doing yourself? Yeah, good, buddy. Um, sorry this episode's coming a bit late, guys, but uni is back up and running, so... Uh, well, first Got to get into that first. Yeah, congratulations yeah. to Liam for getting into uni. Very proud Thanks, of him. Thanks, mate. There. Appreciate that. Um, but let's talk footy. So no Thursday night game this week. It was straight. Unfortunately, into, not straight into Friday. Um, so Friday's game: Port Adelaide versus Collingwood, and we knew who the winner would be. But I thought it would be by a bit more. Well, my my takeaway from that game is that the power were too good for the Pies, but they just don't look. They don't look like a threat. To, to, to the, the top, the top to eight. the top four, to, to the other top four sides, the the other flag favourites. You just can't, you just can't put them in that conversation at the moment. I think. No, that's that's just my opinion of it. They they're getting the job done. They got the job done last week as well. But I just don't think they're good enough at the time being to win a premiership. No, so this was um Travis Boak's 300th game. Congratulations to him, first of all. He's been a great servant of that club. Oh, he has, hasn't he? And um, Boak had a great game himself. Um, what did he have? He had 30 disposals that game. He's still doing what he needs to be doing in a 300th game. Still averaging yeah. around 25 touches a game. Great player. Um, definitely someone that is... Also, also someone place. who had a good game, uh, Willem Drew had the best game of his career and he got the uh, 10 coaches votes as well uh, I did had, see that um, he had 32 touches and uh, 5 tackles yeah um, also um, 8 clearances in that game like he just did what needed to be done and to lead the game with most disposals especially such a game against you know well playing with Boak playing with Wines those guys usually are the ones touching it and William Drew just stood out no he had a great game he did uh, and also some bad news coming out of that game with uh, Scott Pendlebury mm. out for the season with uh, with did a little yeah, leg, I, think he, he? I think he had a little crack in his leg unfortunately but I don't see the Pies doing anything without him for the rest of the season uh, they weren't having the greatest season up to that point but they weren't they're not gonna yeah, Scott Pendlebury is definitely a big loss for them. Yep. Um, positive for the Pies, though, out of that game is I was quite impressed with Brody Grundy. Um, he had 26 disposals and seven clearances, and he's, he's been dominating. He's been inconsistent, though. I reckon... I he believe, dominated that game, but I agree with the inconsistency. I believe... Uh, I got a question for you. So, out of all the Ruckman in the competition, who are, who are your two All-Australian Ruckman? Oh, um... I'd have well. I like Max Gorn. I think you got to have Gorn in there. Yeah. But then I also think you got to have Nick Nat in there as well. Well, Nick Nat, um, he's such a with his hit outs. I mean, you saw it. What was the game? I think it was against uh, who? Who did Eagles play the week? Adelaide. Before? Adelaide. That's it. Yeah, that's where he was so dominant there. But yeah, Max Gorn. I and think. Nick Nat. I think you have to have him because he's first in clearances. Second in score involvements, uh, first in contested possessions, first in hitouts to advantage, and he's first in a couple other stats that I don't remember off the top of my head. But he leads Ruckman in about six categories. So, and some of them are the most important to a Ruckman's role. So yeah, he does his job. I, I believe that he should be in there as well. Mm. He should at least be in the squad, in the 40-man squad in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. So, with the conclusion of that game, um, Port Adelaide remain in fourth spot on the ladder, So, but, you know, 
as we say, they don't look too much of a threat against the rest of the top eight sides. I don't believe they do. All right, let's move on. So on the Saturday, we had Carlton versus North Melbourne. And wow, what a performance by North. Oh, they are in form, aren't they? They, they are. They look dangerous at the moment. I mean, obviously not dangerous enough to do anything for this season, but going into next season... I think over the quite, season, quite it's just been... It's been steady North improvement. And now they've got all in, players back as well. In conjunction with their senior players returning from injury, mm. I think it, they're just starting to hit their straps and next season they're going to be even better. Yes. But, so they won, they won this game by 39 points against Carlton. and I mean, Carlton have been... Mm, Carlton, I think Carlton gave up through the game. Once they, once they got down too much, I think they gave up. Well, their the Roos, Roos dominated over. the ball. They they had way more disposal. Carlton, Carlton just had to win that game to stay in touch with the finals no, hunt. They will. They, it was a, it was unlikely that they were going to make yeah, it. No but chance to make finals no. at the moment. Yeah. Um, from that game, big talking point. Um, Nick Larky. Yeah, seven, seven goals. Yeah, Suvlarky. Uh, all of that while being um defended by Carlton's Jacob Weering, who's one of the best defenders in the comp. Yeah. So I think um. I think he's developing faster than the North Faithfuls thought he would, mm-hmm. which they have to be happy with how he's how he's progressing. He's he from his from how he played at the start of the season to how he's playing now. He's playing with such more confidence. He's kicking at least well, two to three goals a game. Insane. Yeah, exactly. Uh, also, the two of their midfielders, uh, Taron Thomas and Jane Stevenson, combined seven goals. Well, Taron Thomas set his career high with four goals that game. Yep, and um, Stevenson with three. So I, I was watching, and some of the, and he kicked a quite impressive um, snap around the body at one point. I was pretty impressed with that. Um, also, Cripps he kicked three, so it's good to see him kicking goals. But again, nothing like it didn't do anything for Carlton. But um, I for think Cripps to get that confidence, they back, missed Mackay a lot. Oh, well, a hundred percent. So he withdrew, he withdrew from the team on Friday with a uh, toe injury. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, definitely that was a big loss for them because, again, he's leading the Coleman and one of the most prolific goal kickers in our game. And yeah, without him on the side, um, Carlton just struggled. Agreed. All right, let's move on. So, our next game was Brisbane versus Gold Coast. And Q clash. The, the Lions get back on track, but... Oh, they gave, you gave a bit of a scare at the first yeah, half, didn't so, they? Yeah, so... Gold Coast doubled their points in the first half, but then the Lions just turned it on. Um, is it is it a cause for concern? Do you think they're right back on track? I mean, they got back in the winners list, but I mean, I, th- I think the composure of them to go, hey, we're down by, um, you know, double what um, Gold Coast were down, um, and then to kick thirteen second half goals to one, come back and win. It shows that they, they're they very composed. I mean, it was a rocky start, don't get me wrong, but um, you can't be doing that against I don't think a team in the eight. I don't think they're back in their best form yet. No, though. definitely not their best. They had to win the game but to, to stay in touch with the top four, but I just don't think that you can say that they've done enough to be considered to be back on the park, mm. in my opinion. Um Another point from that game is the Suns had a flat second half, but they've had a good three games plus one half. So <coughs> yeah, they're just a team of two halves at the moment, aren't they? So their last their last three games have been against pretty good teams, and they've been competitive in every single one. And um, then 
second half they just shut off. But I'm I'm not that I'm not that disappointed in that. I think they've had a good three games. So well, a Gold Coast Suns player um was quite impressive. Uh, Braden Fiorini forty forty one disposals. It, it was a good game, but he needs more. He needs to be more efficient. He needs to be more consistent. He needs to have more consistency mm. because he's been in and out of the side. He's only played five games this season. Yeah, well, I and reckon he's, he'll, he's a he'll top get a draft spot. Pick. He'll, he'll get a spot next week, he obviously, will. following this game. But um, to compete with Miller in that midfield, it is hard. I mean, Miller got 32, which is just expected at this point. Yeah. Um, so that he now takes it to 12 straight games of 30, which is very impressive for him. He also um, could have had two goals as well. He kicked two behinds. Yeah, that as well. Um, I don't think Miller gets any vote. Uh, I don't think he gets any votes um, for, for the Brownlow from this game. I don't game. believe so either. No, just because of that collapse from Gold Coast. Um but yeah, still, still Miller continues to do what he needs to do. Um, but the winner of the Marcus Ashcroft medal from that game, um, Lions, Jared Lyons. It is Jared, isn't it? Ah, uh, yes, it yeah, is. Jared yeah. Lyons, yeah, correct. Uh, but yeah, so he was um, very impressive. Thirty-three disposals. He did what needed to be done. Yeah. Um, another point for Brisbane is Lockie Neal. It's not playing very well, and Brisbane haven't played very well with Lockie Neal in the side. Talk about him either. Like. He, he just they haven't played well with him in the side this year. They've had that some of their best wins without him in the side earlier in the season, but they're just not playing well with him in the side because he's not playing well. Well, another player that I want to talk about um, who's in a slump from this game and obviously games past is Isaac Rankin. I mean, I think Rankin's been disappointing the whole season. He I mean, hasn't been good the whole he, season. He finished with just seven disposals, and uh, what was I'm it? Un, I'm unsure why he hasn't been dropped. Oh well, I think he's just he was so exciting last season. He was, past, but just this I, season, what's last year was happened? his first season. But um, yeah, I just don't I don't know why he hasn't been dropped. Um, I I don't think Gold Coast have anyone else to fill that role. No, well, that's true, but. Yeah, I think he has to be dropped. If he has another poor game this week, I feel like he has to be dropped. Yeah, well, There's no the way, question. The way he's going, it looks like it. No question. All right, so let's move on. So our next game, we had uh, West Coast versus St. Kilda, and Dom Sheed is the saviour once again. Uh, what, two that, goals Just in some, something about that left foot in the last two minutes of the game. To ice the game for the Eagles. Nah, so Eagles win that game by eight in front of Optus Stadium. I think there was a crowd of 46 or something, 46,000. Uh, I'm not sure about that but, one. But yeah, no, um, Dom Shea definitely is a very clutch player. Also had 32 touches. Yeah, exactly. Um, just wow. Um, Darling gets back into form as well. He, he does. three that game. I think St. Kilda's, they didn't really have any big bodies apart from Dougal Howard to put on... Well, that's it. I mean, to put on the, the Eagles have such a dominant forward line. Like you need to when put it's your on, best it's player. on. You need to put your best player on Kennedy, but then you've also got Darling, Darling. Yeah. and then Allen as well if exactly. he comes in. Uh, Liam Ryan also uh, strained his hammy. Yeah, celebrating that, that game. Goal. Yeah, so that's unfortunate, but that seems to be just to be a, a three weaker. Um, Max King playing very well. He kicked a bag, didn't he? Uh, six, and six goals, and he. Yeah, he did. Uh, he's playing with lots of confidence, which is promising signs from how he was playing earlier in the season with all yeah, the critics no, he's, he's doubting come, he's him. He's come a long way. So he's he's set shots. He's 
He had a lot of kicks out from about forty-five well, out. On he a, took on he a took eight angle. he took eight contested marks that That's game huge. with all six of his goals coming from Set those shots. contested marks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's a huge game. And who was who was defending him down in that back line? Uh, Harry Edwards. And then I think they switched towards the end because obviously he was dominating. So maybe Oscar Allen played so a bit much. on him. But uh, another point from that game is the Eagles almost blew it again against the Saints. Alf- the fourth quarters have been been rough. It, they've they've been very rough. Second halves as well that we just don't don't play continually over the four quarters we don't play consistently over that time every almost every game the other team outscores us i think we've only won about oh maybe six or five fourth quarters this whole season Mm. in about 18 games so that's that's pretty poor in my opinion Somehow that's going to be cleaned up before finals well, time. Still, yeah, um, a win's a win. You know, you keep your spot in the eight, so you maintain seventh spot. And um, I think that seventh spot is locked up now. You you knock you knock a team who's on the so now it's basically just a race for eighth spot on the ladder. And St Kilda was one of those teams in the in the hunt. They're for still it. in the hunt. Yeah, exactly. Um, but this hurts their. It doesn't hurt their chances, but obviously it's a minor setback. It is. All right, so let's move on to what was supposed to be game of the round provided some highlights well first first second at the time so you know these two clubs obviously they are at the midway point of the season these two clubs were expected to play in the grand final against each other they, they were, were very on um both very dominant um but wet, wet the doggies conditions. and the d's um so the doggies go back to the top of the ladder um i don't see the d's uh, taking that spot back from yeah, so the dogs won all. by twenty points, was it? Yeah, twenty points. Um, they just did what needed to be done. So obviously Melbourne took that game at the start of the year, and dogs bounced back and even up the even up. I uh, see Cody Waitman's mark. Oh, I did. that has what to grab. be mark of the year. Oh, has to against be Max Gorn as well. Rem- reminiscent Max, of uh, Liam Ryan. Max marking. Gorn is just a step He's ladder. Exactly a step He's ladder. just a human step ladder for everyone else. Oh, that's insane. I mean, White- Whiteman is such a... He's not very tall, is he? I think he's 100 and... Oh, he looks pretty small. 70 centimetres roundabouts. But Gorn, what, 210, something like that. That's yeah. a huge oh, mark. Insane. Just sat on his shoulders. Um, but it's been the same same story the whole season um the dogs mids step up again mccray 38 touches uh bond with two goals yeah all bailey smith with one goal all players that were expected to do well in that game did play well i think we also forget that they they don't have trelaw and dunkley they've still got those elite a-grade midfielders to to come back into the side so they're they're scary they're my their top 22 is plenty they're my they have to be my premiership favourites. Who, at the who, time who gets who gets your three votes from this from this game? Would it be Bont? Uh how many touches did Bont have? I think. Uh, well, let's have a look. He finished with thirty-one touches, ten clearances, and two. Has goals. to be Bont. Has to be Bont. He, he's he's making his case. I mean, a game against two other front runners for the Brownlow. Um, well, even three. You got McRae, Oliver, Petrarca. A game against that, and he showed pretty yeah. much why he's the best in the game at the moment. Yeah, yeah, those stats are just insane. Put his stamp on the on the competition, that's for sure. Yeah, so Bulldogs are looking 
Um, very good. Yeah, they're looking in form, very heading good. into September, and I expect them to make a very deep, very deep run into the at least a prelim. Oh, if, almost expecting a if grand final be, from them. Yeah, exactly. If they don't, it'll be quite a shock to me, to be honest. Yep, agreed. All right, so our other game on the Saturday night it was Adelaide versus Hawthorne. So well, you said something last week to me when I was going through the games that Richmond have mm-hmm. and you I I said Richmond versus Hawthorne do you think Hawthorne can beat Richmond and you said yes <laughs> do you still believe that now oh sure oh why not oh, well, I'll back, I don't I'll back him I, I uh, cannot believe you said that oh mate leave, leave, leave him alone I cannot believe you said that because my thoughts from this game is Hawthorne may as well be the worst team in the comp with how with how good North are playing for their standards, mm, Hawthorne no. may as well be the worst team in the comp. Well, and they have they have some some rumours flying around um, with Sam Mitchell and Alistair Clarkson yeah, going around right there, now, isn't there? Yeah, so they they just don't look good right now. Um, one thing I took from that game is the vision of Chad Wingard spraying his teammate at the end of the third quarter. I didn't see that, yeah. That was... Yeah, no, that's not very leadership. Material. Nah, that's that's pretty poor. He's, mean, not, he's not giving him constructive criticism. He's he's just abusing him. I mean, when that happens, you pull your teammate in and you say, hey, look, this is what needs to be done. You didn't do it. Like, next time, yeah. do this. All right, you and he just you didn't do it. Have a go at him. Yeah, so that makes me think, that is that why Port was happy to let him go? That... Well, I don't. I don't, I don't think pretty it's happy a, to I let him go a, um, because he's he's um, the way he goes about it could affect why he was no longer. Yeah, at well, I don't. I don't think it's anything to do with the club. I think it's just to do with him and his personality as a player. Um, yeah. Well, obviously, it's not a good look, um, but I don't think the club has anything to do with it. I think it's just him. Yeah. And he was um, obviously disappointed with the way that that game went. Yeah. Um. I, I like watching Adelaide though. Um, Rory Laird is one of my favourite players. I love watching him play. Um, what did he? He had thirty six disposals and two goals. He's Harry, just an exciting player. Harry to watch. Schoenberg had a um, rising star nomination, nomination as well. Yeah. He's been very consistent over over the season. So good on him for getting one. Um, Tex big again. He had four with four goals. Yep. Well, Adelaide break their four game losing streak with that win. Um, and they they won't win the wooden spoon now. Yeah, no, no. Um, they no especially, especially against um, what Hawthorne and North. But yeah, Crows look on at the moment. They do. Um, yeah. So following this Hawthorne loss, they now sit equal with the Ruse at the bottom of the ladder. It's only percentage keeping them at seventeenth. Um, but the Ruse are just so informed. Yeah, I believe that Hawthorne will finish the season with that wooden spoon. Yep. To take um, home. So. Moving on to our Sunday games now and kicking it off, we had the Swans versus the Dockers. Um, this game played at Metricon and the Swans by 40 points. Yeah, so the, the Swans turn it up again in the second half. Uh, pretty much the same game as the week before against GWS. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty poor first half and then once they come out, um, for the second half, they're just on. Yeah, well, um, the Swans kicked eight unanswered go- goals across uh, the second and third quarter, and that just well, there you go. The yep, there you go. Um, one thing coming out of that game is we had, Buddy. We had multiple things coming out. Buddy of this with game. his one game suspension, but they are going to the tribunal for it. They are challenging. They're challenging. I reckon he'll get a week. 
yeah, I think he, he'll still have that week. Because he's, he, he's, he moved the ball from his left hand into his right hand and then proceeded to elbow, elbow um, Luke Ryan, Luke Ryan yep. Yep, in the head. I mean, yeah, I think he. I think he still he gets got. He got week. reported a second time, didn't he, for a uh, what was it, high contact and a mark? Um, um, coming back, I think. Not too sure about that. I, so <laughs> I think there was talk about it just being um, just a fine for that one. It was um, just a basketball. Uh, basketball, sorry, it's just a um, footy play, and yeah, and just happened to come on as high contact. Yeah. Um, um, I think one thing you have to say now Sydney must be considered when you're talking about flag favourites they have to be in that conversation you reckon they have to be in that conversation I don't care if they sit six on the ladder I think there's five teams that can win it in my opinion I don't think Port can win it I think every other team in the top six well, can which are the which are the um, which are the top four teams that the Swans beaten this year have have they beaten um, they have they uh, don't they have beaten Geelong? Have they beaten Bulldogs and Melbourne? They have beaten Bulldogs. Uh, well, they they were close to beating Melbourne. They only lost by ten points, and they lost to Port in Adelaide. But if it was played anywhere else, I'd, I'd, my tip would be Sydney. Mm. And they only lost to Port by ten points. So you reckon they the are? game? Yeah, I think they have to be considered. They have to be in my in my opinion. So um, even though they're six, you'd put um, you know obviously. You'd have Bulldogs at the top. Yep. And then Geelong. Geelong, yep. And then, then the Swans? No, nah, I'd say Bulldogs, Geelong, and those two, can you can switch around because they're that close. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'd put Melbourne, and then I'd put Brisbane, and then I'd put Sydney, then Port. So that's how you, my you, top six... So- even the way it's going at the moment, I mean, obviously, like just teams in form. All right, I'm not talking about the whole season. I'm talking about as of right now. You put the you'd put the Swans above Brisbane, the way they're playing right now. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, yes. All right. Yeah. 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 I would. Yeah. I would. Yeah. I would too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They they they're in form. I think you have to. I mean, what they've won? They've won a couple straight now, haven't they? They have. I think four, maybe, maybe even five. Um, but yeah, um, so that I think Ken- you have to. Well, Kennedy for the Swans was huge that game as well. So and thirty-four. As well. 30, yeah, well, Heaney kicked five goals, one. Um, Kennedy had thirty-four touches, seven tackles, and seven clearances. Again, huge. Um, that game was also David Mundy's three hundred and fiftieth. Congratulations to him. Um, 350 is and a huge And he's going around again next and he's year. And si- he's just signed uh, he's for again. one more year. So <laughs> it's good to the see old him man. keep playing. Yeah, no. Um, but some upsetting news coming out of that game as well. Um, five season five, is yeah. over after... Frio's final chances are done. Yeah, and Michael Walters did his hamstring as yeah. well. Frio's final chances are oh, yeah. done yeah. in the dust, no, um, unfortunately. Fremantle and it might be, be playing for the best. in September. Um, so the next game on the Sunday was Geelong and Richmond. Our grand final rematch. Um, so the Cats are in my top two for the flag favourites. They kicked well. They're just didn't getting they? hot at the right time, and they have been good the last month or so. Oh, they were just so accurate. Fifteen goals, five behinds in that game. Um, just oh my! Uh, Watching that game, it was very good to watch. I um, think seeing Geelong play the brand of football that they do. I think the the Tigers, they're not good enough now and they haven't been for the whole season. And if they're going to salvage their season to forget 
at any if they're going to be able to, they have to win the next four games. Yeah, well, Richmond now slipped to tenth, and they're the playing they're playing four bottom ten teams. They have to win all of them to make the eight. I believe so. Mm, yeah, they do have to. Um, this loss against Geelong was because their their percentage isn't good enough, and they're tied for eighth spot right now. Mm. Well, so um, they have to win all four. In that game, Hawkins just... And Hawkins and Radigalier combined for eight goals, each kicking four. Um, Radigalier set his career high with four goals. It was very impressive coming out. I remember out his career high before that game. What was it, mate? Uh, uh, 2019 semi-final against West Coast. Mm. <laughs> a nobody player coming out and having the game of his life, of uh, course, against my team. Uh, you, you happens all the time. Bit unhappy about happens that, are you, all mate? the time. Um, but yeah, Geelong have now won ten of their last eleven. Yeah, just crazy. They have to. They have to be in that top two discussion even first. That's why I said to you. I mean, I can change between the dogs and the cats for who I think is my well, flag favorite. The, the cats right now. just have all that experience as well. They're just such an experienced side. I mean, Dane this is their last year, I reckon, to go around. With New York, this is their, their last chance. Yep. This is their last chance to win a flag. With I think team. they see that Richmond isn't up there, and they. Well, that's a confidence boost because they're licking their chops because yeah. Richmond isn't up there. They're probably thinking we're the best team right well, we now. Got there Let's last go year. for it. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Well, in that game, Dangerfield is playing elite. Um. Again. So getting he, back to his best. He, co- form. he copped a bit of spray at the midway point of the season, start of the season, kind of thing. Coming back from his injury. Um. But yeah, twenty-eight disposals. Uh, seven clearances and and a goal, so yeah. But Tigers have now lost five of their last six, so they ha- they've, they've got to turn it around. Quick. They need to do it quick. They do have to turn it around quick. All right, so let's move on. Uh, let's just skip this game altogether. Uh, no, we this. can't skip this game. So uh, Essendon versus the Giants. <sighs> so my takeaway from this game is that the Bombers had a huge chance gone begging. Oh. One goal in the second half is just unacceptable. In I my mean, opinion. how how like. I just I don't understand. Watching the game, I was just so disappointed in the second half of play. Um, well, they took a I think it was a twenty six point lead. Oh, maybe not that. It was sorry, sixteen points at halftime. Um, but yeah, just to kick one goal in the second half, very disappointing. And the other point I take from this game is I I just can't get a grasp on GWS. I just can't tell if they're good or if they're average. I can't tell because they're just so inconsistent. It's not even funny. One um, week they'll be beating a top eight side. The next week they'll be losing to Hawthorne. <laughs> then the next week they'll they'll be poor in the first half and then so good in the second half. Whereas the week before against Sydney, they were so good in the first half and then dropped off. Dropped off in the second half. You just mm. they're so inconsistent over the season and in games as well that I just can't get a grasp on them I don't know if they're going to make finals or not but they're in that 8th spot right now They Essendon definitely suffer a big blow yeah so Essendon now move is out it for of the, the best eight. if the Bombers miss the finals with how young they are go around, this is good experience for them and then go around again and try and make finals well, next I, year I reckon yeah with the team they have they can definitely they make um, finals next I year. I think you have to remember this wasn't the this wasn't the expectation. This was supposed to be a rebuild season. Yeah, exactly. This wasn't the expectation for no. So they've smashed the expectations. That's that, what I mean. So you can't you can't be mad, but the performance itself is disappointing. Yeah, well, we're just adding to that. We'll, 
um, total of, uh, you know, days without a winning a final for Essendon. Um, but yeah, just the ball, the usual ball getters for Essendon weren't getting it done. I mean, um, Parrish, he was tagged. He was tagged that game. Um, he only finished on, what was it? Yeah, 15 so touches. That's, uh, that's another thing I took from the game. They're, the Bombers mids couldn't get their ball and uh, couldn't they, well, Merit, couldn't Merit, get their hands on the ball. Merritt had ten disposals in, in the first, um, you know, in the first quarter, and then just nothing. I think he finished on twenty or something. Um, Dylan Shields' first game back as well, coming back from injury against I don't his think old he's side. Going to play well with how well, Parrish well, has become a star. Well, just remember, this was he didn't play any um, VFL games or anything. He came straight back into Essendon's top twenty-two side. Um, so. Obviously, didn't expect him to have the best game, but I thought he'd do a bit better than 13 touches. 13, yeah, a bit poor. Um, also, with this, um, Stringer has recently signed a three-year deal with Essendon as well. He has. So, package has been delivered. He'll be staying with the Bombers for the next three years. So That's a good I'm re-signing. i about that. That is a great re-signing. All right, so now we're on... Excuse me. <laughs> do you want to say it, Josh? Ah, so got to be moving on to our questions from the round. So, um, uh, I'll say the first you, one. You want to get cracking on that one? I do. All right. So, my first question. Uh, with this loss to North Melbourne, is it the last straw of David Teague's coaching career at Carlton? Yeah, I think it is. I think the C-train's done. Um, how, how long has he been the coach for? Two years. Two years. And just losing. I mean, especially to a team on the bottom of the ladder. Um, they haven't been... Rele- um, well, relevant. I say relevant. I good they haven't been good over the past two years with um david teague i think he's done um i think it's unfortunate circumstances i also think he's done but i also think he's a bit of a he's a bit of a scapegoat for Mm. for how players have played well that's it i mean the first person that um people at at the end of the day it's on the players well that's on the players to execute rid of the players it's on yeah it's on the players to execute the game plan, how the coach has brought it out. Mm-hmm. So, I think David Teague is a good coach. And if he had a good so do list... You think, do you think he'll get a um, an assignment somewhere else? I believe so. Well, I believe about, he could. Um, Even if, if he gets fired from this job, um, if he gets sacked, it, the Collingwood job's right there. Well, Hawthorne as well. <laughs> you know, uh, Hawthorne, Sam Mitchell's taking over. So, oh, is he? he is. He's uh, taking over Alistair Clarkson uh, in 20... 2020, uh, 2022, I believe. Struggling with the years there, mate. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't figure out which one. Um, but yeah, I believe it is. I believe he'll be gone at the end of the season. But it's unfortunate circumstances. I mean, th- there is always the case where he doesn't go. I mean, they do have, they do have Cripps and Walsh. I mean, they're coming into their own. Um, they've got Harry Mackay. They have a good team. I mean, man's leading the Coleman. Um. Two great midfielders, but yeah, it's just not getting done. Um, they have a good defender in Saad um, and Wiedering, but yeah. All right, um, so my question for you, Liam. Um, speaking of Carlton, will Harry win the Coleman? Yes. You think he will? You yes. think he's a lot for it? How He's about seven goals ahead, isn't he? Seven goals ahead, yep, correct. Um, yes. So who, who's in second unless, at the moment? Unless he misses the next two games, then it could get interesting. But I think he only misses this week, and then he comes back, and 
he'll win the common. You so you think he's he'll definitely win the a lock? Yeah. With um, what is it? Four rounds to go? Is it? Yeah. Four rounds. He's to a go. Lock. Okay. He's a lock. Yep. Yeah, I'd have to agree there. Um, obviously, on any day, a player can just go out and kick. Um, well, especially a dominant full forward. I mean, we've seen Bruce do it. We just saw Larky do it this week, kicking seven. Yep. It can be done. It can. Yeah, I think he's just um, seven goals ahead with four rounds. And if he plays those four rounds, he'll win it. Yep, agreed. All right, so my next question is, uh, can the Cats steal the minor premiership after spending some season out of the top four? Well, uh, I'll tell you their next four as well. Yeah, so okay. they have North Melbourne, yep. GWS, St Kilda, and the Dees. I think they only have one losable game there. Yeah, against the Depending Dees. on how the dogs do... They could steal that top spot. Well, I mean, come out the, of nowhere. At the steal moment, that they're, top they're spot. tied on premiership points. So, um, Geelong and the Western Bulldogs are tied on fifty-six premiership points. Um, there's if they, so if they win their next four, the Dogs drop one. They'll they'll finish top. Oh well, yeah. Um, they definitely can come and steal it. They're just Dude, just the way they're playing right the now. Last Eleven. Um, yeah, they've won. And they you can just can't. Make it. They have to be favourites on all of those games. They can easily make it. Um, thirteen of the last, what? Um, fourteen of the last fifteen. Yeah, exactly. Um, they're just playing excellent at the moment. Um, what are the dogs next for? Uh, in saying that, do they have relatively easy? I mean, they got Essendon. Um, they've got who else? Um, Hawthorne. They've also got Port Adelaide. So who else they got? There, there'll be one so, more matchup. Sorry. Um, this week's matchup is Adelaide. Oh, so they, can so win they three. yeah, they could win four. Well, that that exactly they can definitely win. So you, the the race for top spot is heating up. It is it is up in the air who gets that minor premiership. But um, I think there's every possibility. I think that both of those teams it. would want top spot because they'll either be playing Port or Sydney or um, Brisbane. Well, I th- and th- you'd rather play them than the D's because if you if you play the D's, you have to play in Melbourne. And it's a home game for the D's as well. Mm, exactly. So you'd rather play Port or Brisbane or Sydney, three interstate clubs, and they'll be playing away, and you might even have a final in Geelong. Mm. Yep. Um, all right. My next question for you. So we kind of talked about it before, and I guess I already know your answer, so the question's kind of air. Yeah. But who gets the wooden spoon? Hawthorne. Hawthorne? Yeah. Um, the Roos just look well too good at the moment. They're yeah. in form. Yeah, I just don't see how... I, I don't see the Roos falling off. They're full of confidence right now. The Hawks did have a good game against Melbourne, but Melbourne were poor that game. I don't think you can really take too much out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just, Hawthorne are the worst team in the comp, in my opinion. So you reckon they're a lock for the wooden spoon? Um, yes. Would you, say, would you say a lock or would you say... I'd put money on it. You put let's do it then. Go on. Right now. Get off your sports fan. Put some I don't think on the it. odds would be too good for me, mate. Uh um, but yeah. Um it will be between Hawthorne and the uh, and um the kangaroos and I'd have to agree. I'd yeah. say um Hawthorne do get that wooden spoon. Agreed. Um, which is when the, the last time they got a wooden spoon, I think it was nineteen sixty. A long time ago. Yeah. They've, They've been, been very good over the over the last fifty years. Yeah, uh, how times change. Basically, won all their premierships during that time. How times change, eh? Yep. Um. So, my last question is: with the recent D's form slump, including last week against the Dogs, can you see them winning the premiership? That's a good question. 
Um, no, I no, I don't see I don't see them winning the premiership. Um, at the moment, the Bulldogs and uh, and the Cats look way too good. Um, I think if the D's can turn it on to how they played earlier in the season, well, that's it. They started they can, off the season ten and zero. Yeah, so if they could get back to that form, um, they're I think they're right up there. But they have to find that form in the next four weeks. Yeah, they're just burning out at the they moment. They have to find that form in the next four weeks. I feel like that game against Geelong, um, in the last game of, um, in the last round of the season, that game against Geelong will be huge for them. If the if the D's can win that, because it, it it might even them. it might even that's a huge confidence boost. Yeah, going so into September. it might even get them top two. Who knows what's what will what what the ladder will be by that round, but. That'll be a huge game, in my opinion, to, mm, for them to get back on track. My answer is, I think they can. You reckon they can I win the Premiership? I think they can, mm. but they have to get back to that form. If they don't, then no. So I'm, I'm just so impressed by but the I be- Bulldogs and Geelong have been playing. So I, I, For me, it's a no. I don't think they can win. Um, as you say, they need to get back into form quickly. Quickly. If they can do that, there's, there's a slight chance. I just don't reckon it's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's the five questions from the round, so let's go on and do our round review. What round is it, Josh? Uh, round, round predictions, mate. Oh, round predictions, sorry. My bad. Uh, that is okay. Got it Round written, 20. Got it written wrong in my notes. Round <laughs> 20. All right, so on the Friday night at uh, Marvel Stadium. No, thurs- the, no Thursday game again. Yeah, oh, well. unfortunately. Uh, so Friday night at Marvel Stadium, we have St Kilda and Carlton. This is a ga- this still, is the game that Saints need to win. I'm still unsure why the Blues are getting prime time games. <laughs> they literally just lost to North Melbourne by seven goals. I I do not know why they are still getting prime time games. It's just St Kilda is so so good. It's that Vic bias, man. <laughs> so that Vic bias, but I just don't know why. But. In saying that, I see the Saints winning by four yeah, goals. Sa- Saints need to win this game. Um, following a narrow loss to the Eagles, they're think, looking to really come out swinging. I don't and think Carlton have anyone that can hold... Uh, Weedering, actually. Weedering could maybe hold King. hold King. Oh, that's actually a good matchup. I, no, that will be I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't thinking of Weedering at the... St- when I was started that sentence, but that'll be a good matchup. I think that might be well, if the key matchup of the King. game. Exactly. If Weedering can stop King, it make it makes it so much harder for the Saints to win. Yep. Um, Agreed. And Mackay is going to be looking. Um, he should be back for that game as well. So uh, hopefully, hopefully he can kick some goals and continue his Coleman pursuit. Who do you think will win? Oh, as I said before, the Saints. Um, I think they're looking to bounce back and you know get right back into that hunt for the top eight, which I reckon they will. I think they'll come away with a win here on the Friday night. Yep. All right. So let's move on to our Saturday games. So we have. Uh, at Mars, so on Ballarat, we have the Dogs and the Crows. Don't really see much else but a comfortable Dogs win from this game. I, I see the Dogs winning by 40 points. Really? Yep. 40? Yeah. Okay. Um, I see the Dogs winning. Um, the way it's been playing lately, I think it'll be uh, I, I think it'll be a bit closer than 40, to be honest. Um, as, I sa- as I say before, I do like watching Adelaide play. I think they have a um, really... Really exciting side to watch, um, but obviously the Bulldogs are really good and they're looking to get that minor premiership. So I see them winning 100%. Um, they want to increase that percentage even more. Well, that's so true. That's, that's true what as I mean. Well. I feel like they're going to have a good game. So 40-point winners for me. 
Uh, I'd, I'd say it's a bit closer, but yeah, still get the win. Yeah, um, fair enough. All right, so let's move on to our next game. So this is at Bloodstone Arena in Hobart. Uh, North I Melbourne. think there's two games this week being played in Tassie. Yeah, and this is one of them. Uh, so North Melbourne and Geelong. So I can see North putting up a fight in Tassie, but the Cats are just too strong. Too good at the moment. I see them winning by uh, 38 points. No, I think Tom Hawkins is going to have another big game. Um, yeah, I see Geelong winning this. I think this so. is a game North Melbourne has sent back down to earth. Sem- <laughs> yeah. I, I like the way you put that. Um, yeah. So, again, this is, this is a loss for North Melbourne coming up. We, but if, they can we put in, if they can put in a good performance, then, you know, they no, can't the, be mad. As, not, as you said with the Adelaide Western Bulldogs game, this is a look for the percentage boost. And, um, it is. If Geelong need one. If Adelaide make it close and Geelong absolutely smash them, you know, that, that top spot is... I mean, they're going to be tied on points. Yep. Um, but, yeah, that percentage is just everything at the moment. Yep. Sure is. All right, so let's move on. So our next game is Gold Coast versus uh, Melbourne. Uh, with the recent uh, D's form slump, I can see the Suns causing... An upset. An upset, but it's also an opportunity for the D's to get back on the park and yeah. have a good game. So I've got the D's by 20 points. Well, do, it's do, also, do you... We also don't know where this game is being played. I th- believe it was supposed to be played in the Northern Territory, but it is not being played yeah, there, no, so they will choose yet. a venue. I, I believe the Suns are the home team, uh, so they get probably, to choose the venue. I think so probably Metricon, up in the Gold Coast. Yeah, I think it'll be played at Metricon, to be yeah. honest. Um, but yeah, so do we, do we think that the Suns are going to come out and have another um, two halves game? You know, uh, half, halfway? I hope not, but I believe they'll come out with a good performance. You think again. they can come out swinging? I think they can, but mm-hmm. I still see the D's too strong. 20-point winners. For me yeah i say the demons winning this game as well um i hope the gold coast suns put up a fight i want it to be an exciting game you know uh but yeah you know melbourne they need melbourne to, they are just need gonna to be win. too strong they need yeah. to win um so our next game we have collingwood versus west coast at the mcg uh this is one of the biggest rivalries in the comp in my opinion. Oh, mate. They had one grand final. Uh, they've actually had a lot of close games they in the last... They had one grand final, and you think it's a rivalry. And two finals. Oh, two other finals as here. well. Get two other, two other close here. finals as well, mate. God, I wouldn't call it a rivalry. I would. I would it, they just it's had a close a grand final. Yeah, but they've had no. many close games over the last A, a rivalry is Essendon-Carlton. A rivalry is essendon Yes, but a rivalry is you know Collingwood and West Coast have had a lot of close battles in, over the over the years. Two thousand and seven, oh, they went to the first ever game in a final that went to extra time. And then you come so, to so, so if a team goes to extra time, does that make you come it a rivalry? To, does it? You come to twenty twenty eighteen, um, in the in the qualifying final, West very close game the whole game through um west coast 15 point winners then you go to the grand final west coast five point winners then you go to the next season collingwood win by one point and then okay they have, they have close games there's close games all the time you're saying that hawthorne and yeah Melbourne but i'm saying every rivalry. time every time they play it's always a close game it won't be this week i don't i don't i agree I so, think so why is it no longer a rivalry i'm just west saying i'm out? just saying it's it's always been a rivalry collingwood and west coast <laughs> um so the I believe the Eagles will be too strong and they'll win by five goals. 
Yes. No. Yeah. I think I think um, West Coast will hold on to the seventh spot on the ladder really with, like this, with a win the here. G as well. So. Oh, well, Dom Sheed might slot one from the boundary again. Exactly, no. but no crowd there to see it. <laughs> All right, so our next game, we have Essendon versus Sydney. Oh, I'm not excited for this uh, game. At the Gabba. Not excited. So this is a make-or-break game for the Dons. Uh, must win if they have any chance to make finals. But for Sydney, this is a game that they, they can get them close to the top four, depending on the other results. So they've just been a game away at the end of each round for the last about three rounds so they need Port or Brisbane to slip and they'll be right there so well if Essendon lose this game I think they drop to what is it I mean they'll probably drop drop to 11th or 12th 12th. Um, so I've got I've got the Swans by three goals I got them by 17 points yeah Um, with with the way Essendon what they did to me against um, GWS there's no way I can back them in this week against the Swans the Swans are just such a better team Swans are just too good at the moment. Um, I hope Essendon can put up a fight. Um, and they can. Uh, don't get me wrong. They can do it. When they're they on, can. they're on. They can. But I just see Sydney walking away with this win. Yep, agreed. All right, so let's move on to our Sunday games. So at the University of Tasmania Stadium, we have Hawthorne versus Brisbane. Uh, coming off a big second half in the last game, um, I think, I believe, a belting is incoming. A belting. A belting. The Lions going to smash them, are they? Uh, I've got the Lions by 55 points. Ooh. I think that Hawthorne are just... That will be the biggest winning margin that poor. round? Yeah, I just... The, the Hawks are just... Just bad. Very, very bad. I, I've, I've, coming off that second half, I feel like they've got a bit... They're, they're not back, back on track, but they've done enough to have enough confidence to go against another bottom four team and go, all right, this can be a percentage booster for us. Yeah. This, this can get us right back near the top four. This is what we need. This, this puts them right... Um, if they win that game, they're um, right next to Port Adelaide. And, Port Adelaide I mean, and, and with the next game, Port Adelaide versus the Giants. I mean, that's a losable game for Port Adelaide. It is. Yeah, so let's move on to that one. Oh, let's get your winner for that oh, game. Brisbane. I'm yeah. surprised you didn't go Hawthorne. <laughs> no, nah, um... You seem to love them. Coming off what Hawthorne um, have done recently, you know, I, I I was impressed by the way they drew against Melbourne, um, but then seeing the way um, that it's developed and realising that that was just a one-off game for Melbourne, um, managing to So draw. can you admit that what you said last week was wrong, that you think that Hawthorne could beat Richmond? That Hawthorne will beat Richmond? Yeah, they can beat Richmond. I'm going to stand by it. Yeah. So you think... They're the wooden spooners, but you think they can also I, beat I, just just for the point that I said it last week, and I want to prove you wrong. Yes, I know, I know, uh, it's very unlikely to happen. Well, when we come to that uh, game, you better be very uh, nervous, mate. Uh, if but then again, if Hawthorne do win that game, I'm gonna look like a superstar compared to you. I can't. You won't. <laughs> you won't. All right, so let's move on to uh, a game where we don't know the location of it yet, but GWS are the home team. Um, so GWS and Port it definitely won't be played in Adelaide um, I can tell you I th- that I believe it's just, it's too hard to predict this game as there's no venue or state confirmed there's no, there's you no, don't know, there's no way they play it in Adelaide you don't know nah, they would won't not but you do don't know yeah but we don't know where it's going to be played state wise so we don't know probably Queensland but I just don't it's so hard to predict this game because yeah. Port aren't uh, aren't very good away from home 
and GWS are just so damn inconsistent that it's so hard to predict a winner, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to say Giants. And I'm going to oh, okay, I'm going to go Port by 10. I'm going to say Giants. Um, I've, As you say, the Giants are incredibly inconsistent, but it's they do, so, they do, do okay against... such a difficult game to tip. They do do okay against some of the t- tougher t- sides. They do, the but then they don't at the same time, <sighs> so... Just, 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 just for it, just for a bit of drama in the podcast, I'm going to say Giants. And you All can right, Port Adelaide. Fair enough, mate. Um, so our last game of the round is at Optus Stadium, Frio versus Richmond. Richmond, the both game, uh, both these teams looking to make finals. I think Frio's done, even if they win this I mean, game. Frio's lost five. That's their, that's their star player gone. Yep. it's hard to win without your star player. I mean, well, in saying that, Dusty's gone for Richmond he as well. Is. So, um, mm. the Tigers have to win and I believe they will I believe I've got them winning by 18 points if they Frio can just right be, in Perth if Frio can just be accurate you know yeah. if they just need a they have to get the they have to get the um, they have to get the ball actually in there though with Walters and Fife both out um, you know that midfield supply has taken a hit mm-hmm. so um you know, getting um, the supply exactly. Down you to need the to, you need to get 15. it into Tabana. You need to get it into Lob. Those guys, I mean, they have been inconsistent, but they can kick goals. Like that's what they're paid to do. Yeah. And you, you just need to hit them. Who's um, your winner in that one? I want to see Fremantle win, but I think I'd like I, to I'd, see I'd, the same. But I think I think the Tigers Richmond, are yeah. just going to be too good. I, I think mean, that's where. It, their experience is going to come well, that's, in that, that's exactly what it is experience that's what that's what I'm tossing up between as well is that just Richmond you know they've got premiership players on that team um, I don't think Fremantle might have one or two maybe um, but yeah I see Richmond winning this game uh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go by 20 plus alright alright good decision well that wraps up uh the fourth episode of our podcast uh the round 19 uh review five questions from the round and the round 20 predictions thanks for listening guys and we'll catch you next week yeah thanks guys have a great week